At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, we're going to say goodbye to 2021 coming up tonight, New Year's Eve here at Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher live from the South. There's, this, there's a line. At the at the at the book here at the South Point that I sh- that shouldn't surprise you, Michael, with the semifinals coming up today. May, we're going to get into I can't go for that. No can do. May I ask you? And it, it's funny yeah. how w- when we talk about officiating, I say, well, you can't control it. Don't worry about things you can't control. But yesterday, when Tennessee scored in overtime and they stopped forward progress, that first off, Purdue Tennessee was the craziest game you'll see all Crazy. full season. But when something specific like that happens, and I needed it for a multitude of reasons that we won't go into, <laughs> Michael, but th- when the official calls that forward progress stopped right there, that was reprehensible. No, it is. It's it's just, it's unexcusable. And it just takes, you know, there's so much at stake for the coaches, for the players. Forget the betting yes. public, right? I mean, there's so much at stake, and they just constantly malign these calls and make just these ridiculous decisions and then we keep adding layers of more subjective decisions to these guys to make and you know we wonder why they're making bad decisions it's just it's so you know I mean it's it's an over officiated game that's not clearly explained to them that's really the biggest issue to me that's well put they don't know the game no they don't know the game and and no feel for it either in that situation none let them fight my gosh um, no feel. They, you know, they just play the. You know, it's it's. You know, they they're all concerned about what they're going to get graded by. What's the grade I'm going to get for doing this game? And there's so much subjectivity to it. It just makes it really kind of very challenging. I mean, you see it. Look, look at the Green Bay Cleveland game. I mean, that's pass interference. Yeah, that's pass interference. I mean, we've been talking about it all year, and and that guy just and and we're talking about a crew that can't wait to call penalties, and they don't call that one. This is the same crew that called Anthony Brown for five pass interference penalties, and yet they don't call that one. Is that your boy Scott Novak? No, that was that was Sean Hockley. Oh, <laughs> he's flexing. Oh gosh, we've never talked more about officiating. It really is wild. Okay, now I, I stole some minutes, so let's do this. Eagles, Washington. We're going to start. This is I can't go for that. Michael Lombardi takes a look at the board. He says, you know what? Toss some of these games because I'm going to spend too much time on the others. So let's start with the Eagles at Washington. This number's jumped up to four and a half, five, but you're laying off it. Well, I mean, it went the other way. So it, it, it kind of this is going to this is ping ponged around, right? I mean, this is ping ponged all over the place. It opened up at three. You know, in some places it went to five and now it's been four and a half. I think in the contest it's at three and a half. 
So, you know, it seems like it's it, nobody really knows what to do with this game. And if anybody, if anybody can tell me, you know, what the Washington football team is going to do in this game, then you're a better man than I. I mm-hmm. mean, Gibson today is out with COVID. So he's went on the COVID list today. You know, defensively, I haven't thought they were very good at all. I mean, they have not been good at all. I mean, let's just go. Ron Rivera's go in 2016 in 2015 he goes 15 and 1 as the head coach and he's the NFC champion and he gets killed in the Super Bowl. The next year he comes back he's 6 and 10. Then he goes 11 and 5. And then since that 11 and 5 season he's been 7 and 9, 5 and 7 he got fired. 7 and 9 and he's headed for a at the most he's headed for an 8 and 9 season. Like there hasn't been and, and there's no fixing of the problem. There's no fixing of the problem. He's been 11 years he's been a head coach, and four and three of those 11 years he's had an above 500 record. And yet we talk about like he's we hold him in reverence. Yeah. And I'm sorry he had cancer, and I hope he's healthy. I'm talking professionally, not personally here. But, like, we keep believing that this is a good coach. When do they fix the problems? I mean, defensively, they are a disaster. You could say whatever you want about them. I mean, they are a disaster. They, you know, in the last couple of weeks, they've given up over 500 yards in two games. I mean, they've given up almost, they've given up a thousand yards in two games. And they've gained, you know, and I know they're beat up. I know they have COVID, but yeah, I know they had this win streak, but the win streak was against, you know, a great win against Tampa, Carolina, Seattle, and Las Vegas. And Las Vegas is a field goal at the end of the game that I wouldn't have kicked, but he did. You know, Carolina game was a close game, you know, at the end. And Carolina, they tur- Carolina turned the ball over. 31st in defense on, in, on third down. 26. I mean, they're not good. And so how do you bet them? You know, and, and, and the market was going away from them. So I was so confused. I just said, you know what, Patrick? This is the perfect description of John Oates. That is Philly, Washington. That's a John Oates play. Perfectly put. That is, when you throw your hands up, you're just like, you know what? I can't go for that. How about this one? (laughs) How about the next one? How about Mike Glennon in the Giants? And Chicago, maybe it's Bulls. I don't know. You tell me it's undecided right now. Supposedly it's going to be Andy Dalton. Oh, nice. Uh, We're going to have white smoke at the podium. Matt Nagy's coming to the podium. (laughs) In in, in 60 minutes, we'll have white smoke coming out of there, and and he'll announce his starting quarterback. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's just so classic, right? You know, I mean, I mean, like, okay, all, so I run my numbers and I look at my numbers and my number for this game is 3.06, right? The line's at six. Okay. And then I look at Mike Lennon and I say, how are you even in the league? I look at Jake Fromm. How are you in the league? Like, and then the Giants, the defense, how are they going to play any better? Someone texts me today, you know, there's so many problems internally in the Giants that it's, it's almost like there's going to be a revolution going on in there, you know, and, and there's a lot of disconnect in the building. Maybe so, maybe not. I don't know if it's true, but it seems like it the way they play. You know, they're going to, once they announced that Judge was coming back there, we didn't really rally. No. And the offense is horrendous. And then I look at Andy Dalton. And I look at the Bears, and I look at Nagy. Like, how do I trust them to beat anybody by a point? You know, last week, it was only because of Seattle's ineptness that they were able. I mean, I I lost that to Russo. Like, Seattle should have won that game by two touchdowns. They stopped trying to score. Russell Wilson misses a guy in a flat for a 20-yard gain. He overthrows it by eight feet. I mean, it was just weird. 
you know, and, and so I, I, I'm not, I don't trust Judge. I don't trust Nagy, which then makes the picture of John Oates stand shine brightly in the, por- <laughs> in the foyer. And that's why it's a John Oates play. <laughs> Giants Bears, that's a John Oates play. <laughs> it, you got an audible guffaw from Matt Santos with the white smoke coming out of <laughs> Matt Nagy. I'm serious. That's one of the funnier things you've said. He will. <laughs> He's coming to the podium. We should all hold our breath. <laughs> to talk about I mean, Andy he, Dalton. <laughs> to talk about Andy Dalton and how, you know, we're making progress and, you know, and this mm. and that, you know. I mean, like, seriously. Like, I mean, it's just it's just so bad. You know, and, and, and for the record, Ron Rivera career is he's a 52% winning percentage coach. Not exactly John Madden. Just think about, like, think, think about that. You know, I mean, like, we just give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, it's going to turn around. I, I, I just don't see it. I have seen no – I've said this numerous times. And, you know, Danny and, and Grant, the, the Washington show that I do, your buddies. Yeah. Like, if, 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 if Dan Snyder was Dan Snyder, we, we know he's not, this would, this would be over with. Yeah. No, he's, um, he's busy with other things. That's what the best exactly. way to put it with. He's <laughs> – He's got a, a full plate, Mr. Daniel Snyder. Lions at the Seahawks. This is the final one as far as uh, John Oates play, Michael. Well, I mean, look, how do you trust Seattle, right? I mean, how do you trust anything they do? They're offensively. This should be an easy cover. And then today, you know, I read Swift's back. Okay, good. Detroit getting seven. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Goff's played up in Seattle. You know, he knows how to play up there. He's played against this defense a zillion times. It can't catch him by surprise. They're running the same stuff they ran the last three years. And then I go to the and then I go to the weather report. And it says it's 39 degrees with light rain. I don't like golf. I mean, table for two by the cooler. Mm-hmm. That's golf. But then I find out it's not going to be golf, that he's still limited by a knee. Even though he's back off COVID, the knee injuries bother him. So it could be Boyle. How do I play Boyle? And Boyle beat me last week when, he, when, you know, when they kicked that field goal in the fourth quarter, and then they almost and, and Atlanta turns the ball over. And, you know, and, and then I lose. Atlanta should have covered that game. Detroit won it. I mean, I think that was a loss. It was a bad handicap. I'll admit that. But I, I, I just have no faith in Boyle. I have no faith in, in anything. Even though I know Detroit's a covering machine, I just can't trust them. So I just see John Oates' face every time I see this game. <laughs> Lions, Seahawks, John Oates play. No can do. That's a fun. I, I'll be excited to watch that one, though. There's a lot, a lot I mean, on the they, line. I mean, seriously, I mean, got to love Seattle fans. For, I mean, Seattle's not even good at home anymore. They're not. No. How about that story? You know, what are they going to do this offseason? Russell Wilson's already saying, I hope this isn't my last game. Well, then how come everybody thinks it's your last game? Where are they getting that information from? <laughs> you know, like, where's that coming from? I hope it's not my last game. I mean, you know, like, well, well then why is everybody wh- – where would, where did your list of demands come that I want to get traded to? Like, I don't, I don't understand players sometimes. They just throw stuff out there, and it's, it's like – like, I, I got to say this. Russ it ain't cooking. No, nope. he's at Dino's Diner down in Tuckahoe. He ain't cooking because it just ain't working. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, the offense looks, and I'm told reliably that it was Russ that was really motivated the change away from Schottenheimer. That he wanted Shane Waldron to come in. He wanted to run the Rams' offense. Wow, does that look bad? But that doesn't make sense because then Russ waxed poetic on Twitter about how much he's going to miss Brian. Sch- he played the victim I know. on the way out. 
Exactly. It's all theatrics. It really is. He's kind of a, he's it's an all odd, he's an odd cat. It's all positioning yourself so that you look good in the media. That's really what everything comes down to. And and at the end of the day, as I write this book, it's position yourself, look good in the media, so you get Hall of Fame votes down the road. There you go. It comes across inauthentic at times. It, uh, give me one team you could see him ending up with, Russ. The Giants. It's not bad. That is not bad. Speaking of quarterbacks, if you missed the news, top of the hour we broke it, that is... Your boy Kirk Cousins, MD, is out in Green Bay. We'll talk about the impact on that game and more as far as the NFL continues here. On the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, it's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you can save 50% off right now VSEN all access subscription for the rest of the football season. This is very simple. Everything we offer including all the guides, including the free picks for $39. Simply put, don't need to tell you more. vsen.com/subscribe. 39 bucks for everything. That's college pro everything. Through the first through the Super Bowl, pardon me. So it's $39, Beeson.com slash subscribe. Okay, Michael Lombardi, uh, on New Year's Eve, I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. We'll say we'll, we'll get the official picks from Michael at the end coming up in just about a half hour. No, less than that. Yeah, half hour as far as the college games. Let's stick to the pros right now. Are you hearing, because they're starting as we get closer to the end of the year here, people complaining about the 17-game schedule. You and I love it. More football, the better. Mm. It, it, Within circles, has there been conversation as we kind of reach that extra week of of there's be people being disgruntled? I haven't really heard much of it. I, I think there's got to be a, a unique approach to it. Uh, and, and I've said this all along. I think you've got to take the games out of the equation and just talk strictly plays. How many plays are you playing in the season? You know, and if it's 16 games, you've played a thousand plays, then as the head coach of a team, then that's probably what I should play you for next year, even though we're playing 17 games. And how do I massage that around? How do I fix that? i got to substitute. I've got to keep my team fresh. I think one of the things that the Eagles have been successful with this year is for the first time in a long time, the Eagles have been healthy at the end of the year, mm. which has not normally been the case, you know. And, and that's really benefited them as they come down the stretch run. Typically when they're in the stretch run, they have been really hurt and they're playing with a bunch of guys and they can't win games. And this year has been a different case. 
Whereas like Carolina, they've lost so many guys. The team's falling apart. You know, McCaffrey's played in, I think he's played in, when you look at, I think it's 10 games over the last two years. I mean, they've built an offense around McCaffrey and he doesn't play any plays. You know? Yeah. So I think you've got to be really good in your planning. And you've got to be able to build that crescendo. I mean, look at the two teams that are peaking at the right time. The Colts are. They had a lot of injuries early in the year. They Guys miss games. Guys miss times. I mean, I bet you Quentin, Quentin Nelson's playtime this year over 17 games will be less than it was over 16 games last year. And yet the team won't be as affected by it. You know, what's fa- as, a, as somebody that's run, run a front office and made these decisions, you must look at what Philly's going into the offseason with and think, like, this is where the fun starts. Like, Roseman yeah. has so, they have so many picks and so many decisions to make, and it starts at quarterback. That is, this is going to be a fascinating offseason for Philly. But the bigger issue for Howie and Roseman and the Eagles is, is there a quarterback worth taking? You know, and is this a quarterback draft? I could easily see them taking one of those threes and, and selling it for a next year one, you know, and, yeah. and, and an unprotected next year's one. And, or I could see them using those picks to go try to get Deshaun Watson or whomever, you know, Russell Wilson, you know. Uh, that gives you great – when you have that kind of draft capital, you become a dangerous player in a marketplace. And with the cap going up more than anybody anticipated – we know the free agency isn't the answer, so you've got to try to find a way to procure talent other ways, and the draft may not be an elite draft. It may just not be. That's the problem. I mean, sometimes you have a high draft pick, and you go back and look at some of these drafts. I mean, like, let's take the Eric Fisher draft. I mean, that wasn't a good draft. It was a, it was a bad draft. I mean, Fisher turned out to be the best of – but he's not worthy of the first pick overall, but he ended up being a good player. The two that come to mind is exactly what you just said, Eric Fisher, and then – wasn't it Miami with Jake Long? Remember when they took, yeah. the, it, you know, it's a fine player, but that's not, that's not what you're looking for when you end up at the top of the draft. Well, that's because you can only take what's available to you, you know, and, and, some, and that's the hardest thing for most people to do is to really over to evaluate the whole draft in its entirety and then project that draft out. Is, there, is this a really good draft? And, and try to separate yourself from the, the, the noise that's out there, you know, that, that, that you hear constantly, you know. I mean, do you really think Tua's a top 12 quarterback? Of course he's not. You know, he's, he's accurate? Yes. Can he throw the ball short? Yes. Can he make loose plays? No. You, you know, are they going to be looking for a quarterback? Yeah. Was he worth the fifth pick in the draft? No. Because you're not getting a, an elite player. You're getting a good player. You know, will he play in the league? But they're running an offense, and they're the first to admit. They said it on Monday night. If you listen to the broadcast, they said, hey, look, you know, we know we're limited in the passing game. We know we're limited in what we can do. They're very good yards after the catch, but they're 30th in, in yards per play. I mean, you know, and so when, when people throw around that he's a top 12 quarterback, I mean, you know, how is that even possible? Are we watching the games? Are we watching the offense? It's very challenging, and then that's but that's what they were dealt with. Now they could have picked Herbert, and they made a mistake. They got to fix it. Jake Long, Michigan man. Speaking of which, Tom Brady, he he's still into Michigan man. He'll be all over this game today. You know that. Um, he is getting back Mike Evans. Matt Santos just told me Evans off the list. So here comes Tampa. But we and, don't know about the hamstring though. That's true. He's I mean, still Evans is up. on the COVID list, right. but he's still on the. You know, we don't know where he is on the hamstring list, which is more problematic than a COVID list from what we've seen. Well put. You know, so you know, we got to see where he is with that.
They're laying 13, 13 and a half at the Jets. How do you approach this one? Well, I mean, look, we know Brady is is so good at at being able to, you know, I mean, playing on the road for Tom Brady isn't really a problem, right? I mean, that that's not an issue. And so, you know, when he's going against this Jets, he's seen this Robert Salai defense going back to Super Bowls. He'll be very comfortable. They're not going to be able to put much pressure. Antonio Brown's questionable going into the game, too. So, to me, I think that's, that's the concern offensively. Defensively, Todd Bowles against Zach, Moore, Zach Wilson is going to be a real problem. He's going to blitz him. He's going to do some things that is going to make Zach Wilson turn this ball over. It's not going to be a fun game for the Jets. It really isn't. And it'll be a problem for them to, to handle that. So, I think, to me, you, you know, that, that's going to be the essence of the game. Is, and I like Tampa at the 13 because I just don't see the Jets being able to consistently move the ball without turning this thing over. And Brady won't turn it over. Any credence to Julian Edelman, of course, the former Pat, where he essentially said he felt like Mac might be hitting a rookie wall. Do you put credence into that? You know, I don't because I, I, I think that Mac Jones has mental toughness, but I think there's been moments where he hasn't been able to raise his level of play to where it needs to be, particularly last week against Buffalo. Uh, you know, they didn't really convert. They were bad on third down. They were bad on third down, and they started slow against the Colts. So, you know, I mean, they need to come out and play well and play with balance. And, look, they're always going to be a predominant run team. Their offensive line is good. They can run. They just got to make more plays down the field. Last week, Buffalo chose to play a lot of cover two man, man under. And their receivers didn't do a good job of separating and making plays and giving him a chance to make some throws. They got to fix that. They're going to start to see a lot more cover two man because Buffalo did it to them. And they're going to have to run pivot routes. They're going to have to run redirection routes to give him some opportunities. But I, I think there's always going to be, a, when a rookie quarterback, there's always going to be periods where he doesn't play well because he's a rookie quarterback. You know, and, and I think when you look at him, I think they, the, the, the game can improve each week, and sometimes he'll take that giant step. But the Patriots are what? I think they're 16th in the league in yards per play. You know, th this is kind of who they've been pretty much most of the year. You know, the Patriots, for example, the Patriots are 16th in the league in yards per play. Miami's 30th. Miami averages 4.8 yards per play. We got a Real quick, Michael, we got a special guest, Jimmy Vaccaro. You've heard of him, the legend. Yeah, sure. What do you got, Jimmy? Okay, yeah. There's a framed picture. Uh, did you see? Maybe you could explain to Michael what that picture is that you got over there. Have you seen the gift? There's a framed picture from the Stardust when Jimmy Vaccaro, the legend from behind the book here at the South Point, took on, was it Oscar Goodman? The, it took on the, what do you got here? Here it is, Michael. The play officially being delivered. 26,000 on the over. Baylor, Mississippi, over 57. Initial reaction, Michael Lombardi. Wow. Uh, I mean, bet. look, you know, I mean, who's playing quarterback for Baylor? That's my question, you know, and Mississippi with Corral. I mean, Dave Aranda's a really good defensive coach, you know, and that surprises me people lean to the over because, you know, but Mississippi's so good offensively. I think that's I, it, and yeah. Corral's, you know, and I think that, you know, who's playing quarterback for Baylor? Baylor wants to run the ball, control the clock, play kind of their style. When they had Bohannon in the game, they were able to do that. Well, if you have an extra $26,000 laying around, you can get involved as well. 
It's always good to see Jimmy. Happy New Year, it, it, Jimmy. It, 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 Appreciate just, you. I was trying to get him on camera. I apologize. But and he, he just took the picture and walked out. He's so funny because when I went to the restroom during the break, if I if you if you do something you love, you don't work. You know, is the saying. I, I, I botched it. But yeah, you he, don't. He was just standing watching the book and you could just tell this is what he lives for i mean he's been doing it his whole entire life and he's just he's into it it's a random 10 a.m on a new year's eve and he's sitting there running the book it was great to see him Twenty-six thousand on that over 57 with baylor and ole miss okay so in 30 seconds protocol on new year's eve nfl are they going out tonight or is everybody chilling no I think they got to chill. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, look, this COVID's running rampant. They got to chill. Yeah. Because they're all going to get tested tomorrow morning. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Dr. Cousins, he, he won't be, he, he, he's out. He'll be quarantining for five days. When we yeah. come back, Josh is going to join us then. We'll get Michael's take on those semis coming up here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Sign up for a play card, debit, MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit playcard.com to apply today subject to card activation and ID verification terms of cost supply. Card issued by MetaBank and a member FDIC. I won't give it away, Michael, but I wrangled a special guest for us in the last segment. You might know who awesome. that is. Yeah, we'll have, him, uh, we'll have him stop by the desk. Another special guest with us here to close out the new year is Josh Applebaum. Market Insights <sighs> is the pod. Beaston.com slash podcast. And, of course, betting across America with Pritch. Hi, Josh. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael. Patrick, right now, you and I, we're sweating the Oilers pretty hard here on a New Year's Eve. So oh, let's see if the we Devils a, just like, scored again, Josh. Yeah. If you if you, if, if you stare at me the wrong way, I'm going <laughs> to sick Michael Lombardi on you. We're down one goal right now. Oh, no worries. We're already off to a bad start talking hockey on a big football day, mm. Patrick. So, uh, guys, real quick, you know, before we break down all these games, Happy New Year's Eve to you and everybody at VEASAN. Uh, one thing before we break it down, though, uh, the national championship odds were down to the final four. If you're looking to place a futures bet on who wins the title, updated numbers going into today, Alabama is the favorite, plus 120. Uh, you look at uh, Georgia, plus 135, second best odds, Michigan, plus 750, and Cincinnati, plus 1,400. So, obviously, today, you know, the biggest spread of the day, would be Alabama if you think they can get past Cincinnati not worrying about covering the game but that plus 120 could get down to a you know an even money or maybe a minus number after today if you want to target Alabama to win the championship it's a good point so what'd you say on Michigan let's get Michael's take on seven uh to win the champ plus 750 plus 750 yeah. Michael your thoughts you know that's that, that why not I mean you know look they've got the toughest road of anybody I mean yeah. you know they got to beat Georgia got to beat Alabama that's a hard challenge to do and 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 Alabama you know if if they can do that they, they certainly deserve it but they have the kind of team that can because they can play up front you know they can win in the game in the trenches they can block you and if they can get by the first one you know they get two weeks off to play the second one since the Alabama you just mentioned Josh let's start there it, this is very important. If you do like Alabama, you can find a 13 and a half. And if you like Cincy, you can find a 14. Yeah, so one thing we've learned, guys, is definitely this late movement can be indicative. So kind of we're sitting in no man's land at this 13 and a half right now. Uh, game's at 3.30. We got some time to, to roll in here. But to me, the next move is really meaningful. Do we see it tick up to 14? Do we see it get down to 13? Kind of the way it's trending, guys, this is a big uh, public play toward Alabama at BetMGM. 
Bama, of course, getting 71% of bets, 80% of money. Doesn't hurt that, of course, you know, Bama was a dog there to Georgia in the SEC championship getting six points. They end up winning outright. So this is kind of an obvious play for the public. Sweat Bama. They're from a bigger conference, better team, better skill players lay the points. But, guys, I think there's a little liability on Cincinnati here. Now, the one thing that jumped out to me is you're getting all this uh, heavy betting here on Alabama, getting three out of four bets. But why hasn't this line moved at all? It opened pretty much Bama laying 13 and a half. It stayed at 13 and a half. It looks like a bit of a line freeze. Again, we could get some late money pushing it up to 14. But the fact that it's such heavy betting Bama, yet the line won't move up, tells me maybe Cincinnati. I think there are a couple books that hit 14 for like a split second and came right back down to 13 and a half. So I'm kind of leaning the points here. It's just as fishy to me that everyone is going Bama, yet the line won't move. Looks like some line freeze action. And guys, maybe some under money as well. We look at Bama with this high-powered offense, but this total actually opened around 58 and a half. It's down to 57 and a half. Right now, 71% of bets, 82% of money is on the under. But I want to know that the next move, guys. But I'm thinking maybe Cincinnati plus the points. Why hasn't this line ticked up? Looks a little fishy to me. Maybe odds makers are more concerned by some contrarian bets here on the Bearcats. You, you know, maybe I have a different sheet in front of me, Josh. I don't know. But, I mean, I, I see the betting right at 51.49, the money coming in. You, you must have a different bet, bet sheet in front of you because I see it as 51.49. 59% of the, of the tickets are on Alabama, but the money split is right down the middle, which explains to me why it's not moving off a of 13.5. So, I mean, obviously you're looking at some different numbers than I'm looking at because I don't see this as lopsided betting towards Alabama. I, I'm surprisingly seeing – a lot of people betting betting uh, Cincinnati, and I see some 13s online. I see some 14s. I think it's pretty much between 13 and 14. I think you won't find it anything different, but there's a lot of 13 and a halfs out there with a little juice. But I, I mean, I see this. I see a lot of people playing Cincinnati, I, and I don't see this as a line freeze. I see this as Cincinnati getting respect. Well, coming up in six minutes from behind the book, we'll have somebody, a special guest, answer which way the number's going here at the South Point. Next one up, Josh, Georgia, Michigan. Doesn't look like we're losing the hook right now. It's 110, <laughs> seven and a half, Georgia laying it. Yeah, we've been pretty much sitting at seven and a half here for quite a while, guys. And I think there's two ways to look at this game. On the one hand, Georgia is in a really good buy low spot. Obviously, they're laying seven and a half. The public can't believe this. They lose outright as a six-point favorite to Bama in the championship game in the SEC. So it's like, how can you be laying points now with this Georgia team after they were in the same spot and didn't come through for you and lost outright uh, in their last game? So that being said, you know, Georgia is only getting about 30% of bets at BetMGM right now, 67% of bets, 72% of money is on Michigan. And I don't want to fall into a trap of, of looking at a trendy dog here. I like to bet against trendy dogs, but you do have some reasons like Michigan. Uh, number one, correlative betting. Patrick, you do a great job of, of always hitting on this, but when you're getting seven and a half and you got a kind of a low total of around 46, to me, Michigan plus the points could be worth a look. I think if Georgia rolls here and, and covers this number, you can say that, hey, it kind of opened seven and a half, stayed seven and a half. Some books did tick up to eight. But, guys, I don't want to fall into a public trap, but I kind of like Michigan plus the points here uh, with that low dog, uh, dog and low total spot. Also, what's really interesting is the over. We've had a lot of over money come in. The total open, 43 and a half. It's up to 45 and a half. That's notable because we think of Georgia, we think of defense, only giving up about, about nine or 10 points a game. Michigan's also great defensively, only giving up 16. Uh, so this is a tough one. I think the public play is Michigan. I don't want to fall into that trap, guys, but the seven and a half kind of looks appealing to me. 
And, and there's some 46s out there, Josh. I see some 46s on the board out there. That if you if you want to go the under, you can go under 46. It opened at 43 and a half, but it is trending to the over, which you would think with both these teams as good as they are defensively. You know, I, I kind of thought that number was perfectly set at 45 and a half, 46. It's a pro over under number, which I think this is how this game is going to get played. We we talk about situations all the time. Well, this is fascinating. I'm just taking a look, and I don't know what. Jimmy's got here at the South Point, but the Oilers and Devils, they dropped the puck early near you in Jersey today, Michael, because New Year's and everything. And so Oilers, Devils, I think it closed six and a half. There's five goals scored with still six minutes to go in the first period. <laughs> you think these players, you think they're heads, right? I mean, think about that. Uh, it's, yeah. You always constantly have to be factoring in the elements in the situations, Michael. Six goals, five goals scored with six minutes to play in the first period. No, no doubt. I think it's like the last day of school, summer vacations here. You're not getting any teaching done now, all right? <laughs> Defense is optional. If, there's, yeah. if it closed six here, that, that's a crazy, because I saw mostly six and a halfs, but wow. Wow. Uh, Josh, we need the Oilers to get going here. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else we got. Do you have uh, tomorrow, uh, as far as the Bulls, what do you got for us? Yeah, just a couple of games to look out for. I'll throw a couple at Michael, see if any kind of catches eye. Now, again, yesterday with kind of these opt-outs and line moves didn't come through for you if you got the late, the, the worst of the number. Like thinking about that line going to Wisconsin and they only win by seven. They could have scored their late to cover for you. Of course, uh, UNC, kind of the big letdown spot yesterday. They had a big line move in their favor. They didn't come through. But if you want to kind of stick to this system of betting against teams with opt-outs, you have a lot of interesting spots tomorrow. First one would be Arkansas, guys. This is the Outback Bowl. It's an early game, noon, uh, noon time uh, on the East Coast. Open out a lot of shops. Actually, Penn State as a four-point favorite, three-and-a-half-point favorite. You've seen it flip all the way to Arkansas minus two. And really the play here, guys, two things. Arkansas playing much better down the stretch. They won four of their last five. Penn State really struggled down the stretch. They went two and five their last seven. And Penn State's going to be out a lot of guys here. Their top wide receiver, their top defensive end, two of their top linebackers. So, uh, again, if you want to kind of Bet against those opt-outs and go with the team who's playing better as of late, who has more healthy guys. Arkansas could be worth a look on the money line. Similar spot here, guys, if you go to Kentucky and Iowa, Iowa's going to be out their number one running back, Tyler Goodson. You saw Kentucky actually go from getting one and a half to now laying three. Then the other one, if you're looking for a dog, a lot of opt-outs on, on Ohio State here. That's going to be your 5 o'clock game. Ohio State actually open uh, laying around 7, 6.5, something like that. They're down to 4 now uh, against uh, Utah. Utah, a team that has been in this dog spot, has covered a lot of numbers, is trending in the right di direction. They got everybody playing, and you're going to have a lot of opt-outs for Ohio State with Olave, their star receiver, a bunch of these other guys. So, again, it's up to you as a better what you want to do, but if you want to bet against these opt-outs, Arkansas, uh, obviously Kentucky, and then Utah plus the points could be worth a look tomorrow. Yeah, Garrett Wilson as well. Ohio State opting out, Michael. That number, Utah. I know my, you're, you're a big uh, Whittingham guy. Utah, Ohio State, Michael, three and a half. What's your lean right now? You know, I, I just think to me, if Ohio State doesn't button their chin straps and play physical, it's, it, it's going to be a hard game. Uh, but and if they stay in five-man protection against Utah, they'll get their quarterback hurt. And Utah will, will impress. I mean, Utah's a Big Ten type team. They really are. They play in the yeah. Pac-12 like a Big Ten team. I mean, they're 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 not as skilled as Ohio State, but they'll get you in the. They want to get you on the ropes and pound you a little bit. I lean Ohio State because I think they learned their lesson. Josh, to you and Elise, Happy New Year! And let's uh, more importantly, let's <laughs> Connor McDavid. Let's get going here. We need it. Yeah, <laughs> we need some. Uh, Happy New Year, Josh. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. 
appreciate it, guys. Have a great New Year. Thanks, Michael, Josh. don't drink too much tonight. We got a big weekend ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to worry about me, Josh. Yeah, yeah we're worried about you over I'm there. I'm worried about Bill Jack. Bourbon, you know, feeding you the, the New Year's Eve. He, he does it. All he has to do is listen. That's all he has to do. He'll be good tomorrow. Shots. shots. Okay, Market Insights Pod, VEASAN.com slash podcast. Thank you. Coming up next, to close out the new year here on the Lombardi Line, a legend joins us in studio. Looking forward to that. That's next here, Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's Bet60, Bet MGM. So the New Year's Day special is bet $10 on any game. You're going to win 200 bucks paid for in free bets. I, I know it sounds too good to be true, but it is. BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. Use the bonus code VSIN200, V-S-I-N 200. Tomorrow, any sport, any game, 10 bucks wins you 200 Coming back the other way, paid for in free bets. Michael Lombardi there in New Jersey. I'm Patrick Marker here in Vegas. I mentioned, Michael, I got this is for you because I know you love Jimmy. The legend Jimmy Vaccaro joins us here on the Lombardi line. And I want to start with this because Michael loves the history, loves all this kind of stuff. So I don't know if we could put that on. You see this picture, the stardust. Oscar yeah. Goodman versus Jimmy Vaccaro. And this is oh. a stardust invitational handicapping tournament. Friday, October 20th, 9 p.m. It doesn't say the year, Jimmy, but you may remember the year as we welcome you in. Do you remember well, that? Thank you, and Michael. Nice to see you again and talk to you. But, nice to uh, see you, Jimmy. When, when you get old, you forget things like that. <laughs> I'd say at least 25 years ago, and, and Oscar was a good friend. And what the startups were doing at the time, every, every Friday night, they would have two local people go against each other. Well, naturally, at the time, I think I was at the Mirage. Obviously, people knew who the hell I was. And so they put Oscar, who was mayor at the time, against me. This was an easy win because Oscar from Philadelphia, all he did was lay the favorites with all the Philadelphia teams. So, you know, he had no chance. <laughs> Oscar liked to bet a little bit. He'd bet 500 or 1,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had that drink in his hand and had a ticket in the other hand. So he was, he was, he was something. In those days, it was kind of fun. One quick story about Jimmy J.J. Walker. Now, he liked the bet. Now he was on. Uh, he, they put him on once to do, you know, to do a segment. So the first bet out of him was like, "Okay, Jimmy, who's your first bet?" He said, "Saskatchewan Mud Hens or whatever from Canada." And then they said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Well, you didn't tell me this as long as it's a football game." <laughs> So Jimmy had five, uh, you know, whatever. So it's been a Is lot that of Dino fun. Mike, Jimmy Walker, Dino Mike, Jimmy Walker. Yeah. Dino oh, wow. Mike. Oh. Now, 
Jimmy. Is Oscar the classic Philly fan? He probably had a scrapple sandwich, and he's betting all Philly teams and doesn't care about the number. I mean, has that been consistent all the way through, Patrick? I mean, seriously. <laughs> These Philly every fans. Philly, you know, no, we don't, need that. we don't need the points. We'll take the money line. No matter how many you want to give us, we'll take it. Mike, a- Michael, he didn't know what the points were. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right. Give me, give me the Phillies. Give me Temple. Give me this. Give me that. Whatever. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay, Oscar. What can I tell you? A great nugget to and Jimmy, who's been doing this his whole life, and I, I say ledge yeah. not to embarrass him, but it's because he is. Michael. He he was telling me this during the break, and you can explain it to Michael. Sometimes there's an overreaction to these opt-outs yes. in college football with the betters. Well, so far, obviously, it's a it's an unnatural season. Uh, you you watch a little uh, closer. Chris uh, Andrews, obviously, who's the director, he's obviously constantly watching the thing, and it, and people, and you can see it coming. So, but the point I'm saying is like. Don't bet your house on these big moves. It not, it's not automatic. Yes, there's been some where like, you know, oh, this guy's out. The game was six. Now it's one or whatever. And that's a possibility that we've had those also. Then there's other games. We, we had one yesterday with, uh, uh, with the Purdue game. The game opened two and a half. We closed at eight. And they lost outright. So, I mean, the other team lost outright. So what I'm saying is like, don't get crazy. Don't be one of these guys after the bet and he loses. He gives you one of these. Why me? Why me, God? You know, <laughs> all the people yeah. out there, I had to get it to it. So just be careful. Don't bet everything on these big moves. It doesn't happen the way you think a lot of times. I, I think it's so true. And I think, I think in college more so than ever. Because, yeah. I mean, look, I can honestly say this, Jimmy. You know, I tracked the contest over at the Circa. And, and every one of these big moves have cost, you know, Baltimore, you know, last week against Green Bay. They didn't have half their team, and they still covered. Right. I agree with you. I, th- I think it's pro- Arizona against Indianapolis. That flip, that's mm-hmm. still lost. I mean, to me, just handicap the game the way you see it and let it go. Michael, you're exactly right. And I've been around this track my entire life. I hate to say that at 76, but what else is there? I, mean, I blew two marriages, which was okay. That's not a big deal. <laughs> Like getting, I got two you, and a half on the total, by the way. You could, you could book college football, college teasers, college parlays for all the money you had because you, you'll win. Pros is a little bit different because obviously the backdoor covers with these great quarterbacks. And, yes, uh, it's easier to make an adjustment if uh, we know, you know that uh, Rodgers is not playing. Or Kirk which, Cousins is out now. Oh, right. But I'm saying, you know, it's not, not the end of all, end all, like it's going to lose automatically. But, you know, when you bet, you know, North Dakota State for $200,000 to say, <laughs> this guy knows more than me, I know that. So college is much tougher to win as opposed to the pros. And the steam, no that we, Michael always says that the steam is completely, you mentioned Irrelevant. the steam in the Purdue game yesterday. Purdue wins outright. The number went all the way up to eight the other way. So yeah. you got to be careful. I always wanted to ask Jimmy, does it, do you even get down? It doesn't even, do you even get down uh, yourself? Do you bet at all outside? Never. It doesn't even do anything for you My anymore. entire life. Because all, all I can tell you is like, it doesn't do anything. There's no sense pounding the TV with your hand. You'll break your hand. Uh, there's no <laughs> sense. The only way you can get by with this, and I, I'm going back as a kid, which, you know, I understood the racket, but I never won anything. So uh, my temperament's always been, you know, what's the sense of screaming for? It doesn't change anything. Just And remember, there's always a game in the next half hour. But, no, I have never. <laughs> matter of fact, and I say this with humility, if you stand behind me while a game is going on, you don't know who I'm rooting for. I've never, ever got crazy. Never, Not one time. 
temperament. You, you know, and I, I, that's so good because I think you got to keep emotion. This is yes. one business you've got to keep emotion right. out of it. You know, you've got to separate. It's the next game. You know, you're on to Cincinnati no matter what happens the week before because you're not going to be able to, you know, when 57, 58, 60% is the threshold, you know, that that's you're losing four out of six, four out of mm -hmm. ten bets. Yeah. So, you, you know, if you let those losses get you, you're going to really have a that's hard right. time. Yeah. No so, doubt about it. Will you explain to Michael what you said about the semi matchups? Cincinnati, Alabama, 14, 13 and a half. Uh, good play, but you know nothing like where any numbers running. Meaning, you know, we opened the Georgia game like everybody else last week, seven, seven and a half, and naturally Cincinnati, you're getting 13, 13 and a half. But what is what we're seeing so far, and I think we'll see the next whatever till these games start, is like when we go to seven with Georgia, bang, here they come, they're laying to seven. If we go to 14 like we did with Cincinnati, bang, they're taking the 14. So right now it's a little bit of a bookmaker's delight. You know, we're getting two-way action on, and no games are running, which is the most important for for our side. The counter. And what does that mean? No games are running to the uh, audience. You don't. You don't. No matter what, you still don't want a book game that opens six and now it's ten. You know, you just want the like, numbers not getting away from you. No, numbers not getting away from it. Okay, that that is so true, Michael. That's why I think. Yeah. You know, it, it, what Jimmy's saying is, as soon as he goes to fourteen, here comes backers. Probably, you know, they play the numbers. They're just gobbling up the fourteen, Michael. Right. And, and when he's got even action on both sides, he doesn't care. Yeah, right. You know, and I think Jimmy <laughs> will tell you that. He's got even action. I mean, there, there's 70,000 tickets already on my board written up for the Cincinnati-Alabama game. That's going to get over 100,000 by the time that ball gets kicked in the air in, in, a, in another hour and a half. I mean, there's more money coming in. Don't you expect a lot of money coming in the next hour, Jimmy? Yes, absolutely. You know, here's a funny – well, you know, I have fun with the Twixter site. I'm like – I have no oh, idea Oh, you're great on Twitter. But yes. Twitter – now, we, we took that bet yesterday for $75,000 on, on uh, Alabama to win the to win the championship, yes. right? So I sent that out on my Twixter site, whatever. We had 206,000 replies. People love to see that. Half of them root and said, I hope the guy wins. And the other half says, I hope he blows his cash. But that's what today's yeah. market is. It's great. It is. Yep, no doubt. It is great. No doubt. What, what makes it special, and everybody in town even knows it, it's special behind the book. What makes Chris Andrews a good bookmaker? Well, because, first of all, he grew up in the same area I did way back. <laughs> I just Pittsburgh thing. Pittsburgh shelf on Burn. No, Chris, Chris has a great history. Chris is a few years younger than me, but his uncle's uh, Jack Franz. He was close friends of ours, professional better his entire life also. And then when Chris came to town, he, he worked at the Stardust for a little bit, worked at the Barbie for a couple of years, and he was scooped up by Northern Nevada. And he, he ran, Reno, I think, up in Reno, he, he, right? He ran 20 books in that whole area. Wow. Uh, then he, he came back here and he's working for Microsoft. We've been friends for 50 years. So. Well, you got to catch up with him. He's got two books out now. Michael's yes. writing his second book. Good. Before we get out of here, you got a minute, a little over a minute and a half, Michael. Michigan, I know you love. I would take Michigan. I, I just think it'll be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game, and I hope it is. You know, and I think Michigan's offensive line and their defensive line, which is the essence of football, can play as well as Georgia's defensive front. It's going to be a battle in the trenches. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a fourth-quarter game. I'll take the seven there. The next game, I, I'm, I'm going to take Alabama. I think the longer the game goes, football's a war of attrition. And I just think Alabama, as Jimmy talked about these op-outs, I think even though Meacham's not playing, Alabama's got some really good players, and I think they'll be able to exploit the secondary of Cincinnati even as good as it is. Who are you going to need? we got a minute here. Who's the book going to need? Whoever we need. <laughs> Well put. <laughs> one thing before, one thing before you guys go. Yes, Obviously, sir. Obviously, going back to this wonderful job with this visa. And I don't know about double 
DraftKings or whatever they're called. All I know is like when we started this thing, this thing is a great, great show. I get the people come up to me and say, Jimmy, you have a great, great radio show, and that's all to you guys. I appreciate it. Trust me. The legend, Thank you, Jimmy. Jimmy Vaccaro. You're the best. Thank you, Jimmy. Happy Appreciate New Year. You. Bona fortuna, Jimmy. All right, kid. What do you call it? Twixter? Twixter. Twixter. <laughs> Twixter. Michael, happy New Year, buddy. You and happy the family. New Year too. Enjoy, enjoy Matt, the game. Matt Santos, happy New Year. Yes, and to Matt Santos, happy New Year, and Kevin as well, and everybody downstairs. Enjoy the games, Michael. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow. You bet. Thanks, okay. Patrick. We'll Thanks, Jimmy. Ya. Odds on's coming up next. Thanks to Jimmy Vaccaro for stopping by. We'll see you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.